Today on episode number 493 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, I'm going to pop a cork. We got a great, I mean a phenomenal, like wow, because of my podcast story. And we're going to kind of look at 2015. We're going to evaluate what we did and where do we want to go in 2016. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten a learning curve and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER and save when you sign up. And um, yeah, I always like to start off the show with some news. We're going to talk also today. There's some news out of the Libsyn camp. They got some new technology uh, that has come down the pike. And uh, But I always like to start off with something positive, something that's exciting. Not that the Libsyn player isn't exciting, it is. But this is a phenomenal because of my podcast story. This is from Troy, as he said, about two guys in the basement. And wait till you hear what happened. This is awesome. Hey, Dave, Troy Heinrichs here from the Packers Fan Podcast and Remake This Movie Right. I'm calling in today with a because of my podcast story for you. And I'm actually not calling for either of those podcasts. It's my third one called The Blacklist Exposed about NBC Television's hit show, The Blacklist. Well, we're in our third season and something miraculous happened. And I think this is really cool when you're a TV fan podcaster. The creator of the show actually sent us a tweet and asked us to come on our podcast. All right, let's just stop that right there. The creator of the show. I'm just going to let that sink in. Tweeted and said, hey, can I come on your show? And the remarkable thing is Troy said, no, no, I'm just kidding. But how cool would that be to be you? You love a TV show. The creator of the show. I know I keep repeating myself, but that's amazing. That's not kind of cool because uh, Troy's going to say here, that's kind of cool. No, that's really cool. That's pretty awesome. That's in really a TV awesome. Fan podcast base, especially when you're two guys in a basement. And so we had John Bokenkamp on for an interview. And during the course of the interview, he actually shared with us news that season four of the blacklist would be coming in 2016, 2017 for that television season. Now, but wait, there's more. This is where it gets really cool. Normally, when we have one of these interviews on our show, we actually put out a press release to most of the Hollywood trades, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, et cetera, et cetera, Entertainment Weekly. And when we were done putting out that press release, all of a sudden, they actually ran a story and and our podcast was getting linked back to in every one of these articles Nice, because of the season four news. So what I want to get across with this for the audience today is that there's three things. Number one. Because of my podcast, you know, the the creator of the show called us. And that's not because, you know, we did anything special or anything out of thing. We grew our audience organically. Number two, it took a long time. We're in our third season. So this isn't something that happened overnight. This is something over time, building up, making connections, talking to people. So this does not happen as an overnight success. This was our third season. Number three, the thing that you want to take away is write a good headline. 
Yes. When we sent out that press release, the subject of the email of the press release was John Bokenkamp announces season four on the Blacklist Exposed podcast. And that's what actually got the attention of the Hollywood people, because around this time of the year in December of 2015 is when people would start to renew their shows or cancel shows for the television. So three points to take away. Number one, make sure you have good content. Number two, keep at it, do it diligently and good things will come. And number three, write good headlines. Thanks so much, Dave. I hope you have a fantastic holiday season here at the end of 2015. Uh, Good luck with the move. I know that's in progress and I hope things go well for you in 2016 and for the listening audience as well. Happy holidays. Thank you, Troy. You can find him over at the blacklist exposed.com. And a couple things here. Number one that I want to tag into this. I was just listening to the feed. That is the official podcast from Libsyn. And they actually gave away a year's worth of hosting. And apparently whoever won it doesn't check their email. So here, Troy got this via Twitter. So if you're going to put things out there, I know I was guilty of, I rarely do anything on Google plus and somebody had contacted me on Google plus and I was like, oops. So be sure to be checking all the places. If you say I'm on Google plus and I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on here, you got to go check those places. Cause you never know when the creator of a show may be saying, Hey, can I come on your show? That is an amazing story. Now from there, let's go to, uh, well, yeah, it's that time. Dave pops a cork in five, four, three, two. Yeah, I, I haven't popped a cork in a while. And a couple things that I'm just like, really? Really? And I heard about this on the feed. I also saw it in a Facebook group. And I hope, I pray I get somebody that is uh, that will do this for me. And that is, there is a podcast apparently going out there and saying, hey, I would love to have you come on my show. It only costs you 57 bucks. What, what, what? Why 57, not four, not 60, not 57. Okay. Or if you interview me on your show, I'll do it for free. Well, shut up, cut it out. You, you, you're, you, you're crazy. That's what I think. You're, you're screwing. Wow. This is... There's a thing in my that I keep saying, these are people that don't get podcasting. I, I keep running into companies. I keep running into people that just don't, like Troy said, it's about good content, not, you know, I, I'm going to get paid to have anybody get in front of the ears of my audience. So that I was like, that's no, that's not a good way to, no, no, just no, that's not a good strategy. I don't know who's teaching that. But that is not the way it works. Then there's a tool called tweetjukebox.com. It was actually, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool tool. And then I got this email from Tim over there. It says, after finally getting some answers from our conversations with Twitter and doing some research, we were confident we found the cause of most of the error 226. And this is what happens. There were people that were Twitter bombing using this tool, tweetjukebox.com. There are a large number of free accounts being opened and then used in abusive fashion. So to combat this, right? So Tweetbox was a cool free tool that you could use to responsibly send out tweets every now and then. You could, I was using it to tweet out my back catalog. But now Tim is forced 
to effective immediately, we're going to institute a five tweet per day limit for free accounts. Now for me, that's fine. I was only sending out like one or two, but it's just another example of basically marketers ruining everything. You maniacs! You blew it up! Damn you! Damn you all to hell! They really do in many cases. And, uh, you know, this is a case where I'm sure some people are upset, but they've got to make sure that their platform remains in good standing with Twitter. Otherwise, they'll just be like, no, you're done. And so, uh, you know, if you have a paid account, there are, you know, then you're basically allowed to do whatever you want. So you have to pay him $12 to Twitter mom. But I just heard that and was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And then if you are a regular listener to my show, and I'm going to be talking about this today, that, you know, step one, like Troy said, figure out who your audience is and create good content, figure out where they are, and then go there and make friends. Because if you just show up and say, hey, it's me, listen to my podcast, well, then you it sounds like this. And I literally I had somebody email me that didn't say, hey, Dave, love the show, whatever. It just had a link to their website. So I was like, all right. So I sent them a link to my website. And uh, also sent them a link to the podcast review show. Because I'm thinking, if you want me to listen to your show and give you my opinion, I have an outlet for that. It's podcastreviewshow.com. It's myself and uh, Eric K. Johnson, the podcast talent coach. Guy has 30 years in radio. It's a great deal. Go over to podcastreviewshow.com if you're looking to get some honest, unbiased opinion about what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. But uh, what Zach, in this case, and I'm saying his name is Zach because, um, well, it's, it's Zach. And uh, I have beeped out his stuff because I don't want to give him any promotion, but this is literally what you get. So if you don't make friends with people, if you just figure out who your audience is and go to where they are, and then you walk in and say this. To www. And as I'm making podcasts, you can go to my other and there's all my podcasts. For podcasting class that I got two credits in at. Yeah. So I don't know what, well, I know what college it is, but I bleeped it out. They need to train people. This is not how you promote your show. Cause literally if you heard the beginning, that's how it starts. Just his domain name. It's really weird. He's, he's okay. So for whatever it is, that is not, this is what you sound like. This is why you have to go in. And I've actually flagged that person as spam from in Gmail because he was just sending me all sorts of crap. And now literally I woke up this morning, I had seven messages of that in my speak pipe. Yeah. Isn't that great? Wonderful. So uh, those are some things that are just people are doing. Oh, last but not least, I heard this again. I heard this again. And I was like, no, I'm going to pop a cork. You don't have just eight weeks to get into new and noteworthy. You can be new apparently for around eight weeks, give or take, you can be noteworthy anytime. And I was listening to another podcast about podcasting and I kind of, I understand that in some cases, I don't lose complete faith in that person. In this case, it wasn't the host. It was the guest that was regurgitating this just invalid fact. That is not true. It's false. There are people, especially with TV shows like uh, Troy's, that when the season comes back into, when a, when a TV show comes back, they shoot right up the charts. So you might get back into new and noteworthy. And of course, I said it, and yes, anytime I say the word new and noteworthy, I throw up in my mouth just a little bit. Wishing you were back. 
In the news, Libsyn, now that is a media host, if you're listening to this right now, and if you're hearing my voice, obviously you are, uh, you're listening to a Libsyn file, right? This is hosted on Libsyn. It's libsyn.com. You can get a free month of media hosting by using the coupon code SOPFREE when you sign up. And they came out with a new player that updated their old one that lets you change the color, displays the album artwork, and for lack of a better phrase, it's just prettier. It also has a share button so people can share your information on Twitter and Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. And it has subscribe buttons. So people could click right on the player and subscribe in iTunes and Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. There's even a clamor button on the share section, which is kind of cool. So I like that. They also have a playlist feature now, meaning you could basically have a page. You could direct people to, hey, if you want to listen to all the back catalog, just go to whatever, schoolofpodcasting.com slash back catalog, and there would be a player. And people could click on that. And again, they could also subscribe right there as well. Now, this playlist feature is not new. It's been available in PowerPress. Uh, it, now, I've never played with that. I need to see that. But PowerPress is a free plugin. And, and the Libsyn player is free if you're on Libsyn. And uh, the playlist feature is also available in the Smart Podcast player, which is my technically my favorite player. It's a little more versatile. And a playlist feature is also part of Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Smart Podcast player, uh, which is definitely not free. And so it's not a new feature, but they've updated it from their old one, just making it better than it used to be and making it pretty. Now, earlier in the year, they released a plugin that allows you to upload your media to Libsyn. And in the same way that I said, look, if you've been using PowerPress before, I, I didn't switch to the Libsyn plugin because I've got 490 episodes. But if I was starting a new podcast today, I'd be very tempted, in fact, I probably will, use the Libsyn plugin to upload my media right to my host. And then it doesn't work right now, but there will be a new update coming to the player and the plugin so that those two will work hand in hand. So you'll end up uploading your file right from within WordPress. It will go to the host and then it will basically take that player and put it on your website. So that doesn't exist right now, but that is coming very soon in the future. So I can see where they're going with this. And I can see that again, you know, I'm not going to be updating my players to show the Lipson player because I use smart uh, podcast player. But if I was starting out brand new and didn't feel like spending money on an additional plugin, uh, this would be a great solution. And it's just more versatile and will hopefully get you more listeners by having that share button and also by having the subscribe button. The other thing it has is it has an embed feature. Now this again is not new. This has been available in PowerPress pretty much since day one, but again, Libsyn has added that versatility. So those are two great players, PowerPress, Simple Podcast Press, and now the Libsyn player is basically uh, caught up with the rest and just made it really, really pretty. So that's what's new in that. Also, I thought I would mention, just to give you a hint of what's coming potentially in the future, there's a company called Smab Audio out of Spain that is basically creating technology that that translates your audio into text. And if you go and go to, of course, their website and click on the text, it will jump right to that spot in the audio. And I compare this to the whisper sync feature at Amazon. If you ever are, if you ever buy a Kindle book on Amazon and you buy the same book on audible.com, you could read the first chapter and a half of the book 
go to the audiobook and it will pick up right where you left off on your Kindle. And it's kind of sounding like this is what this feature uh, does for SMAB audio. So they're just developing at this point. The company is uh, working to raise $22,000 on Indiegogo, uh, but it's something that could be happening in the future and uh, way down the future. But it's just interesting to see uh, what might happen and where podcasting is going. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. All right, so I'm going to get my teach on a little bit here, and I'm going to talk to you today about looking at what you've done this year. And I'm also going to explain at the end one of the biggest ways I benefited from this year. And if you are new to podcasting, this is the thing you can kind of look forward to. But basically, um, if you, it, in my, um, when I went to school, now I call this common sense, but there's actually a teaching model called the Addy approach. It stands for analysis. So you, you look at what is your audience need to hear, you design it. So you're like, okay, I might have a couple different segments. I might do interviews, not sure what I'm going to do. Then you develop it. You actually go out and you buy the, the equipment, you get your show note, your show notes, you get your album artwork, you get your intro, your outro, whatever you're going to do, you develop it. Then you implement it. You actually record a show, you put it out there. And then the last stage is evaluation. Now for me, I just call that um, the common sense approach, but that is called the Addy approach. So here we are, it's the end of the year and I kind of want to take a look back. Now, here's what I did. He said, hitting his microphone. I went out. Now, the School of Podcasting is hosted on Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Get a free month there by using the coupon code SOPFREE. And I went into my uh, stats and I you can actually export them to Excel. And I brought up the uh, top 10 most downloaded episodes. And at number 10, and I'm just going to go over these quickly because if you're a regular listener, you're like, yeah, I know, Dave, I was there. But eight ways a stranger can help you grow your audience. At number nine, Jeff Brown shares 26 years of experience behind the microphone. That was all about doing better interviews. At number seven, we have uh, a microphone shootout. That was the Audio-Technica BP40 Electro Voice RE320 versus the Audio-Technica 2100. And these are all out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 493. Uh, at number six, at no surprise, uh, in terms of downloads, the most downloads in 2015, making a living talking about horses, of course, the one and only Glenn the Geek, and uh, talking about never being boring. And uh, at number five, podcasting's most frequently asked questions. At number four, what podcasters can learn from David Letterman. And number three, what to do if you can't pick a podcast topic. Number two, uh, taking phone calls on your podcast. And the most downloaded episode that I put out in 2015 is The Journey of Podcasting Starts with a Single Episode. Um, that also had an interview with um, re the real Brian from ProfitCast. And so what I was interested in this is, especially the most downloaded episode, I did, especially towards the end of the year, put out a few that were kind of podcasting 101, kind of intro to podcasting kind of topics. And in a way I was worried about my audience uh, with that. But on the other hand, sometimes going back to the basics is good. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, growing your audience, I, I'm not surprised that was one of the top ones because we're all looking to to grow our audience. Um, podcast most frequently asked questions. The David Letterman one I thought was interesting because that is one 
that I was basically playing in traffic. Now, I know your mom said, don't go play in traffic, but I did. And at the time, David Letterman was leaving television and I actually was kind of getting melancholy watching his last show and thought back to all the years and how it pertained to podcasting. So Letterman was in the news that probably bought me some traffic as well. And so hence more downloads. Um, and then things like picking your topic. I just did that because I had a lot of people asking me about that. So this is where if your audience is asking you a question or they're talking about a topic, that's probably a good idea that that would make a good show topic. So this again is evaluating what you did. Now, the other thing I haven't done is I need to go into those same stats and sort it the other way and see what didn't work because maybe there was something in there. Now, the other thing I did, because I'm a big Microsoft nerd, I teach people uh, a lot of Excel, is I went in and calculated how many days a show had been live and then looked at that. And as you might imagine, that's not really fair because your most, your, your last show will always dominate that because you get a ton of downloads when you first release a show. And, but there were a couple that stuck out that like didn't fit, that like they broke the pattern. And one is uh, the most addicting social platform ever. That was on Blab. Um, why every What every podcaster should know about stalkers, that actually seemed to break the mold a little bit. And that one was actually kind of geared towards the female podcaster. And then the last one, and this one, when I was just looking at my overall stats, this one, again, sticks out above other ones. And that is, is SoundCloud a legitimate option for podcasting? And that's actually from 2014, but it had shot up the chart so much that I was like, well, there's something that stuck out. And that's basically what you're looking at when you're looking at your stats. So as much as I always say, don't obsess over your stats, this is now, it's time to evaluate. It's time to do this. Now, don't spend, you know, a week over this, but you can do that. So take a look at that, see what worked, see what didn't work, and then go back. And what do you do? Well, then you, you analyze, that's what we're doing, right? Where you design your show, you uh, develop it, you implement it, and then you evaluate it again. It's just the same process over and over and over. And so I thought I would also share some tools that I started using this year. I know we all like tools and geeky things like that. Uh, the first one, and I, there are more than this, but these are the ones that stuck out of my brain. And the first one is called IntelliPlayer. And this is a video thing. And I use this on Weekly Web Tools, which is another show I do at weeklywebtools.com. It's a great tool that allows me to put in my YouTube videos and I can actually put like a subscribe, uh, like an email subscription at the beginning or end of the video. I can also have it redirect people at the end of the video to a website, which is really cool if you're doing affiliate marketing. So, and I'll have links to these again, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 493. I have links to every these, all of these because uh, I'm looking at it right now. The other one is, I switched to ConvertKit. This is a great email marketing tool that gives you great insights into your email subscribers. So I can see where people are coming from when they're joining my email list. Now, why is that important? Because if I see something's working and something else isn't, I want to do more of the thing that's working. And so now ConvertKit is a little more expensive than what I was using in the past. I was using AWeber and AWeber is not bad. I just liked what ConvertKit did a little better. And I'm a stat junkie, so couldn't help it. Um, now, if you want to see ConvertKit in action, um, I actually also started using a tool called Cover Genie Pro. This is an online software 
that basically, and I could use, I have graphic software. This just does one thing and it does it really well. And it makes covers for eBooks and special reports and boxes and things like that. And it wasn't that expensive and it saved me a lot of time. And if you want to see that in action, uh, Troy was talking about headlines. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash headlines, you will see a, that is a squeeze page created by ConvertKit, and it's using a cover from Cover Genie Pro. Now, the other tool that I just started using is called Nimble, and the average podcaster may not need to use this. It's a basically a contact manage. It's a customer uh, management tool, and basically, I can log into Nimble and see in one place uh, any comments about me on Facebook, any comments about me on Twitter. I can go in and set tasks to follow up with people. It's a really pretty cool tool. And if you remember back in the day, I mean, this is way back in the day, there was a uh, company called Goldmine. And this is basically some of the backend people from Goldmine. And it's a really cool tool. I really am seeing that I can uh, make sure little things don't drop through the, the cracks. So that's nimble. Uh, social warfare, and I actually heard about this from my friend Daniel J. Lewis over at the audacitypodcast.com, and social warfare is a sharing button on steroids, and this is a, uh, I love appendipity themes, in fact, that's actually something else I started using this this uh, year was appendipity themes, uh, those are great, and but social warfare is a little more than sharing buttons, which are built into the Appendipity themes. Appendipity themes are made for podcasters. So that's a really cool tool. Uh, but social warfare, I love it for two things. Uh, in fact, let me go out and, you know, we we're talking about top shows and things of this nature. Uh, there's a widget in social warfare that shows me the most shared episodes, meaning people clicked and said, hey, check this out. And at number one, is Making a Living Talking About Horses. Uh, that's Glenn the Geek. Jason Hartman attributed $10 million in sales to his podcast. The 27 Steps to Getting Your Podcast into iTunes. Uh, is SoundCloud a legitimate option for podcasting? Again, that's the fourth most shared option. Um, get in line to grow your podcast audience. That's been shared 63 times. Podcasting stats, lots and lots of podcasting stats has been shared. Amazon versus Lipson. This is an, that's an old post. Train your guests and audience to promote your show. Word of mouth moments from podcast movement. And then, of course, a very popular post on my website, 12 Reasons Not to Use Blog Talk Radio. Now, that has been updated, by the way. Uh, I actually don't hate Blog Talk Radio uh, like I did in the past. They've kind of got some things going in the right direction on that. But I get that most shared um, stat from Social Warfare. So I like that just for that alone. But I also love the fact that if you tweet something, uh, I can actually dictate what picture goes with the tweet. So it's not a free plugin, but it's really, really cool. The other thing, and we're going to be talking about uh, players here in a second, but for me, hands down, the coolest player right now is Simple Podcast Press. It's uh, out of the kind of advanced players. There's the smart podcast player from Pat Flynn, like that player. It's got kind of a niche look on that. It's very versatile. But for me, here's why I love Simple Podcast Press, and you can see this in action at askthepodcastcoach.com, is it does have subscribe buttons, but it also allows me to have a subscribe button for my email list, and I can link to anything. I can add a button, and it will put that button on every single post. 
that's really, really cool. And it actually does more than that. But I really like uh, that. Started using that this year. And Hanny, the guy behind it, is insane with his support. So those are some of the tools that uh, I have uh, started using this year. And if you go out to schoolpodcasting.com slash 493, you'll see those. Just for the record, some of those are affiliate links, but I recommend them because as I just told you, I'm using them. Now, here's some tools I'm going to stop using. And the first one is SoundCloud. Um, it may be cheap for all this, but I just, I'm getting zero return for my money over there. I'm getting single digit downloads. And for all intents purposes, those could very easily be a robot. So I'm going to cancel my SoundCloud account. Don't need it. And the other one, and this is, this is one, this is on me. I'm not going to renew my lead pages um, subscription. I love Tim over there. It's a great product, but I was using it for squeeze pages. And I know it does more than that. So it's shame on me for not really digging in to get the most out of it, but it is not cheap. And I actually bought a thing because they had a sale on it for lead digits. This is where people are like, just text, you know, 9765 to, you know, scratchmybutt.com. And it will then subscribe people to your email list. That's really, really cool. But I realized as I, I was going to use that, that that kind of ties me to lead pages uh, more or less for life. Because otherwise I have to go back and change my back catalog. And so I like that functionality. And there are other players in that game that aren't going to charge me so much. Now, again, lead page, great product for me, not taking the time to get the most out of it. It's, it's not returning. And that's shame on me for that. But I think I can do it with other tools like convert kit, which is again, more expensive than Aweber, but I'll pay for that by not paying for lead pages going forward. So those are some tools that I looked at and said, okay, what am I, what have I used this year? I thought I would throw those in here for you. And then the other thing I want to talk about is when I look back on this year, I have a lot of training materials that I purchased. Um, I bought Daniel J. Lewis's uh, SEO for podcasters. I've watched, I think, one and a half of the, the uh, videos and it was awesome. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that later. I'll do that on the weekend or I'll do it. I've just never went back. Um, I purchased um, mm -hmm, Ray Edwards copywriting course. Now, race uh, stuff, I I'm, went through about 80% of it, but it's hilarious that I, I didn't finish it all. So I have things. I purchased Michael Hyatt's uh, best year ever last year. And I never, uh, I got a, I actually upgraded for the stuff this year. I never watched last year's stuff. So I need to quit buying courses if I'm not going to do them. And so one of the things, again, that as I analyze myself, is I have a really cool tool. It's free. It's called Asana, A-S-A-N-A.com. I've used it for years. It's a great free project management tool, but I've never really, again, mastered that software and its capabilities. And that's really the first thing I'm going to do in 2016 is make sure I completely understand the interface and how it works. I think I can use that with my Castermind group. Um, but the one thing that I need to do and there's a book called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. And of course, in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 493. But Ray Edwards talked about this. Sometimes we get overwhelmed by stuff and we just need to figure out what's the next thing that we need to do. Maybe it's picking your show title. Maybe it's figuring out next, okay, am I going to have a co-host or not? 
but I need to, I want to get and master Asana and then just come up with what's the next thing. Cause I got a lot of ideas. I've got a, a script that I want to install that will make, it's going to take basically a dating site and turn it into a place for podcasters to find guests. That is something that I, I'm, I kind of want to do. I have, um, it is um, mm-hmm, podcastpromoswap.com. I set that up and in the past I've had directories, which is what this would be. It would be a directory to swap promos. But in the past I had podcastcharts.com. This was pre iTunes and it just got overrun with spam. So I made it so difficult to sign up at podcast promo swap that nobody did. Now, on the other hand, I got no spam, but in the end I was kind of like, all right, again, analyzing what I did. Good idea. Could be, uh, but implementation mm, didn't quite work. Didn't give me the desired effect. So Think about what's the one thing you can do because we all love to multitask. That is not a good way to operate. I know when I do that, I'm not efficient and I'm kind of scatterbrained and I end up doing kind of what I did, which is I don't finish anything. I finish it. It's complete, but there's probably some like one other icing on the cake thing I could have done. Now, I don't do that all the time. I don't want you to think that's just a characteristic of Dave, but in some cases I can look back and go, hmm. Now, so when you look back at your year, Yeah, we can see things that we could do better. Don't forget to celebrate your accomplishments. So I'll give you an example of of this. I I did an experiment and I knew when I did it, it was going to be a bad idea. And I just proved to myself that it was. And that is I created the course podcasting for free and then later had to pull it away because the the resources that I was recommended um, turns out um, went out of business because um, they were free. So that I knew was a bad idea and I proved it was a bad idea. So that in itself is a, an accomplishment. Yep. I was wrong. I knew I was going to be wrong. So I was right that I was going to be wrong, if that makes any sense. And, um, but I also tried things like we moved, ask the podcast coach to blab.im. And that's a really, uh, it was a fun show before. This is a show I do with uh, Jim Collison from the average guy.tv. You can find it at ask the podcast coach, uh, com. And it, it made this show much more interactive. We have a really kick butt community over there. I love the chat room. They rock. And so those are some things I tried that, that have worked. And I moved the school of podcasting. We haven't had any problems with the, the site crashing anymore. So that's another accomplishment. So don't forget to look at the things that worked. But the other thing though is, um, again, going back to this, thinking about the next thing. Um, uh, an accomplishment that I did this year is I've lost over 20 pounds in the last three to four months. How did I do that? By focusing on my next meal, not on the big thing that gets me overwhelmed, but focusing on what is the next thing I'm going to put in my mouth. And so there are some tools for this. You can check out, there's an app called gratitude that can kind of help you get out of the, uh, nobody loves me. Everybody hate me, hates me. Uh, I'm just going to go eat worms kind of mentality that we sometimes get into you just at the end of the day, or whenever you want to, when you're, you're thankful for something, you open up the gratitude app and just say, here, do this. And I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my knees. I'm thankful, whatever it is, right? Uh, another one is called the way of life app. So if you're trying to develop a habit, this is cool because at the end of the day, I just say, I did this, I didn't do this. And sometimes like not drinking Mountain Dew is a good thing. So I would get a green thumbs up for that. And you can pick things that you want to accomplish 
And at the end of the day, and at the end of the week, you can see how much of a, the graph is green and how much of it is red. Analyze that and go back and uh, do that. So take some time to to learn from yourself. Go back. Here's another fun one. Go back and listen to a show from like March because it's been a long time since you've uh, listened to that content and listen to your show with fresh ears. Um, that is something that I was really surprised. But the last thing we're going to talk about here as we get ready to uh, head out the door is when we talk about accomplishments and things that we're proud of and we, we look at stats like later on today, I'm going to look at my financials and see how, you know, because here's the thing with my actual stats, I could have kind of got down a little bit on myself because I started off at a certain rate and in like mid-year, like in the summer, I actually went up a bit. I had a bit, not a spike, but it was definite a raise. And the last couple months, it kind of went back. Now, the good news is I'm ending the year with more downloads per episode than I had at the beginning of the year. So again, let's not let's not get hung up on the the negative. Let's look at the the accomplishments. But I if it would have been great if that trajectory, that's the 50 cent word of the day, had just kept going up. But it went up and then it came down a little bit. So I ended up better than I did. But that's where I look at that and go, you know, I, I need to focus on that one thing. So I am going to probably kill some podcasts that I do and actually create others. It's weird. But my focus in 2016 is going to be on podcasting. It really is. I mean, just like I'm going to get the weight loss thing down. Good. See you bye. Um, marketing musician. See you bye. I'm going to focus on podcasting because to me, when I think about it, when we when we focus on the download numbers, we focus on how much revenue, if you want to make money with your podcast, I realize there are a lot of people that don't. Um, there, there are things we can really get focused on, but to me, I kind of feel like podcasting is almost like a calling to me. It just fits me so well. It, it uh, For me, I, I love to teach people. I love to help people. I love technology and I love to be creative. And to me, podcasting scratches every single itch I have. But here's the thing. When we talk about revenue and downloads, there is one thing that I want to kind of end with here. And that is your, your greatest asset and your greatest accomplishment. And that is very simple. That's my audience. It's not my, it's, it's my audience. And, um, I, I mentioned a couple months ago that my wife and I had, uh, separated and, um, that has now led to us actually ending our marriage after many years of therapy and, um, making each other miserable. And I wasn't really looking, and I'm not looking for one now, by the way, I'm fine. Um, I'm fine as you can be, right? Uh, I wasn't looking for a, a pity party when I announced this on Facebook. But the support that I received was like a flood, just whoosh via voicemail, email, um, Facebook. And so, you know, and, and these are people that I've known in many cases for for 10 years. You know, there, there was Marcus and, and Randy, Randy, I'm taking you up on that offer, by the way. Uh, and, and, uh, Daniel J. Lewis, actually, um, I, I've known Daniel a while and he actually, I actually called Daniel. Um, he's a really great guy. Uh, Jeff over at uh, 200 churches reached out and it was amazing. You know, Ryan K. Parker, see, I made a mistake of saying people's names cause I'm going to forget somebody now, but there was a ton of people that said, we've got your back. 
we know this stinks. Um, we know you, you tried, uh, cause I don't quit, uh, things, but that's to me was, I was like, you know what, as I'm, I'm counting downloads and I'm counting, you know, revenue and I'm counting whatever you can't count. Well, you can count your friends, I guess, but it's, that's one of those things, the old commercial that's priceless. And, and that to me was just humbling that I had so many people like, Hey, anything I can do, you know, Stargate pioneer. Hey man, I will, I will drive four hours to your house to help you move. That's amazing. And he was dead serious about it. Um, so like I said, I've always felt like podcasting was a calling for me. And so I'm, I'm looking in 2016, I've always said names, not numbers. When it comes to listeners, try to get to know their names. I'm looking to go a deeper connection than that with my audience. I look forward to being focused, finding more effective ways to get the word out about the school of podcasting. And and I kind of look forward to serving you as we move forward. So what am I going to do? Well, number one, I have to deliver value. I have to deliver value that is unmistakable. Not, hey, it was, that was a pretty good episode. No, I, I want you guys going, oh man, that was killer. And that's not easy. And that's why I need to cut out some of this other stuff. That's my plan. Then what am I going to do? Um, I kind of know who my target audience is. So I've already got that. And that's what I'm going to use to make that wow content. I need to go where they are more. I'm going to start going um, locally. I'm going to see if there are any other meetups. I host and run the uh, Cleveland Podcasters Meetup. Go to clevelandpodcasters.com if you're in the area. Would love to have you. We meet once a month. But I do that to know my audience and to get feedback, which helps me create better content. Is it free consulting? Sure. But I get great insights from from them as well. And there are a lot of meetups. So I want to get face-to-face with people. I'm going to be in February. I'm going to podfest.us. Use the coupon code. Got to do this quick, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, early bird is the code to get a hundred dollars off podfest.us.com. Looking forward to that. So I'm looking to make bigger, uh, or not so much bigger, deeper connections with people. And so the other thing I'm going to be doing is I, I, I had a, a situation I've been in training for literally 20 plus years. And the fun thing about training is when sales doesn't hit their quota, people get fired. And often it's the training department. Well, what's interesting is I work for a training company now and we're running pretty lean and mean at this point. And um, we had a couple of people get whacked at my company here because sales didn't meet their quota. And so it makes me a little nervous. So I think in 2016, I'm going to really kind of go from, I've always been kind of a hobby podcaster that's also doing this to get some income. I'm going to, push the income a little more. And so you'll see where the school of podcasting is actually probably in late January. I haven't officially figured this out yet. It's going to close for a short period. And I'm going to go over everything with a fine tooth comb, make sure it's the best I can deliver. And when it reopens, it's going to be more expensive and it's going to have, I think I'm going to throw in some different services. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to evaluate what's going on. And I'm going to try some things because I have had customers, you know, members of the school of podcasting that have said, 
you need to charge more money for this, Dave. Do you realize all the content that's in here? And I'm like, well, yeah. And I've had people, and I, I do, I still don't get this. This reminds me of computers, right? Back, back in the day with uh, syntax error. Anybody remember DOS? It would just say syntax. This just doesn't compute. People go, well, yeah, but you're, you're the Dave Jackson. And I'm like, I don't know who the Dave Jackson is. I know who Dave Jackson is, but I don't get the, the part. Cause I'm just, I'm just Dave Jackson really. Um, but people say, no, no, you have 10 years of experience. So I have major imposter syndrome that I have to overcome, right? I have to get out of my comfort zone. We talked about that this year. And so that's where we're headed. So I'm hoping you'll probably hear me pimp a little more in this show than uh, in the past, not to the point of being obnoxious, but you know, think about the Salvation Army. I said this last week. Uh, the reason they get donations is because they're, you know, they're ringing that bell. And those that don't ask, don't get. So I will be asking a little more. And um, that's where we're headed in 2016. I know I love the Castermind that I have over at Castermind.com. I'm looking to see if I can merge those two ideas. So I can do, again, deeper work with with. A, a maybe a potentially smaller group of people, but have a better connection and really help you get your show off the ground. That's my goal for 2016. I'm still planning it. And um, uh, that's where we're headed. So I'll quit rambling here. And I thank you so much. I, I urge you to take some time and look at what you did this year. Focus on what worked. Maybe look at your stats. Um, go into your uh, Google Analytics, maybe see what were the most popular pages. That's another thing you can look at. Analyze what's working and what's not and do more of what's working and less of what's not. That's what we talk about at the podcast review show at uh, podcastreviewshow.com. Figure out what's working, figure out what's not and do more of what's working. And so for me, I'm going to be changing some things up in 2016. I'm going to be getting focused. And uh, for me, that first one, is I'm going to just up my game on project management so that I can look at the next projects that I have and just start them by doing the next thing. So thank you so much. Next week, we will have the My Favorite Podcast episode. I always look forward to this. This is where you sent in your responses and said, look, if I could only listen to one, this is it. And then why? I've had them transcribed as I get done today. I'm going to go out and get the transcriptions are done. I use uh, transcribeme.com for this. I also like revs, R-E-V-S.com. Those two, it's the same bug. It's a buck a minute. Uh, and uh, I'm going to turn that into a book. And uh, we'll be playing that next week as we wrap up 2015. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a, a blessed and holiday season, whatever the heck you are celebrating. Happy Kwanzaa Masika. I think that covers them all. And um, again, thank you guys for just being there for me. I deeply appreciate it. I'm doing fine. I am ready to rock and roll. And I have uh, less distractions to a certain extent. And um, let's do it. So I hope to see you on the inside. Use the coupon code LISTENER and uh, get in for even less money before the uh, because I should say that as well. If you're a current member of the School of Podcasting, your fees are not going up. You will be grandfathered in. So if you want to get grandfathered in, now would be the time to do it. So thanks so much. Take care. Merry Christmas. And uh, till next week, class is dismissed. Dismissed.